You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. We put so much effort and pressure on larger rituals surrounding big traditions like weddings, anniversaries, holidays, and like milestone birthdays, right? we got a couple of those coming up. And while I think that all of those are great and I love traditions, they can be stressful. There's just so much shared expectation surrounding all of our big traditions. But what really sticks is the little moments. Curling up in bed on a chilled Sunday morning or taking each other out to eat after a particularly disappointing day. Our lives are strung together by repetitive threads of daily routines. And if we're not careful, it can become all too easy to just fall into patterns of going through the motions. But rituals transcend the mundane. They infuse our lives with a sense of significance and connection. Ritualizing routines involves infusing intention, mindfulness, and meaning into everyday activities. And that's not to say that everything needs to have meaning or be ritualized, but taking steps to transform just a few of your routines into more meaningful rituals might bring a little more joy to your day. So here are some ways that you can turn your thoughtless routines into hearty rituals. One thing you can do is to set the right environment. And I'm sure it's no surprise that I go straight to environments because I feel like they're so powerful and important, especially when it comes to adding meaning to things. And it can include something like setting up a specific space, adjusting the lighting, you know, playing music that goes along with and supports whatever task you're trying to do. So like if you're trying to focus and get work done, maybe playing some soft focus music or coffee house music, or even bringing in certain scents or objects that help to enhance the experience. I shared last week that I go all out with my meditation time. It's like a ritual of relaxation for me. So I put my bed into zero G, I turn on the vibrations, and I sink into a really good body scan or a serene meditation to just kind of get me into the zone. I assure you that I get so much more out of it than if I was just to sit and try not to think of anything for five to 15 minutes. I give it a scene. I've shared before that I don't take showers. I only take baths, but it's not like I just hop in and scrub off really quick and get the job done. I put in the Epsom salts. I bring in essential oils. I make sure that I have like Khaleesi hot temperatures for my baths so that I can really make it a relaxing, muscle melting type of experience. I want as much of a spa vibe to my bath time as possible. I even shared in my video recently on how to create cozy spaces and also my house tour that I changed the color of my bathroom recently to match one of my clay pots so that it would have more of a sandy, earthy type of spa vibe in that room. I'm setting the scene for having this ritualistic experience to what otherwise could just be another mundane task of hopping in and cleaning myself off. So obviously a lot of that comes down to my next point, which is intention setting. I mean, a ritual is nothing if not adding intention and meaning to an action. So before starting a routine, set an intention or a specific focus for the ritual. It could be 
like an affirmation, a word, or a feeling that you want to cultivate during that process. Like for my bath time, I want to cultivate a feeling of spa-like relaxation. This intention serves as a guiding force throughout whatever the ritual is. And of course, like a ritual doesn't have to be super formal course, it doesn't have to be spiritual or religious. It's just any kind of action or routine that you do that you put a little more effort and intention into and you make it more meaningful. For example, I live in a tri-level condo. So we've got like two sets of stairs in our house, three levels. And going up and down the stairs, like just to be able to go from my bedroom to the kitchen to refill my water, it used to be such a drag. I mean, a chore, like, oh my gosh, I got to go all the way down the stairs and then back up the stairs. But I've set the intention that walking up and down the stairs isn't just a way to get somewhere, but a way of getting in my steps. How many of you out there know the steps game? (laughs) I've got my Fitbit on and I've got goals to move my body more. And because that's something that's important to me, because I want to feel healthy and I want to live a long, happy life where I can move all of my extremities to their fullest extent, you know, like getting my steps in is something that's important to my health. Just since setting that intention and changing the meaning behind walking up and down the stairs, my posture changes when I go up and down the stairs now because I'm treating it as an action for my health and well-being rather than just an obstacle to refilling my water, which ties in nicely to point three, reflect on the purpose. And this is a little different than setting the intention. When you set the intention, you're saying, this is my goal, right? Like whenever I go to take my bath, my goal is to have a spa-like space. Whenever I go up and down the stairs, my goal is to get in my steps. But when you reflect on the purpose, you're really tying something into why you're taking the actions that you're taking. So consider why the routine is important and what you hope to achieve or experience through it. Understanding the purpose behind your routine helps to lay the foundation for turning it into a ritual in the first place. And one really great thing about being purposeful with our rituals is that it can help to fight procrastination. These rituals help to reduce the anxiety related to things like big tasks or projects that you may be working on, and it can encourage us to refocus on the meaning behind the work we do instead of just the mundane work itself. Obviously, this can be really valuable if you are working or if you're somebody who is creating something. Instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I've got so many tasks to do and projects and deadlines and this is stressful, to take a step back and refocus on why it is that you do what you do. Who is it that you're helping? What are your long-term goals? Like get back to the why of it all, the purpose behind why you do what you do before you dive into the little tasks and the nuance that's just required to get there. One thing that can really help to cement that purpose is using number four, which is symbolic gestures. So symbolic gestures is when you incorporate some kind of action, or even it could be an object that holds personal meaning to you. So for example, on the work front, there are many people who will go through reading a page of affirmations before they dive into their work, you know, to kind of help set the tone and get their confidence up. Or athletes and coaches will use symbolic gestures with their rituals to help increase performance. You can call it superstition, but really at its core, it's a ritual. Some people will have little objects that they keep in their pocket for good luck. And that's a type of symbolic gesture to help get their mind and their emotions 
on par with whatever they're about to be doing. For rituals like ceremonies, this often starts with things like lighting a candle to signify the beginning of the ritual. As a side note, symbolic gestures are also great anchoring techniques. An anchoring technique is when you take an action or you have an object that helps to physically remind you and keep you in the moment with your goals or with your purposes, you know, ways to anchor your routines and your habits before they've necessarily stuck and become automated routines and habits. Now, whatever the ritual, a mindful presence is going to be important. Mindfulness is a very powerful tool to design your life and avoid just living it on autopilot. So instead of rushing through your routines, intentionally slow them down and try to be fully present in the moment. And that doesn't mean that everything you do throughout your day now needs to take twice as long. It doesn't necessarily have to be slower. You're just paying more attention. You're being more mindful. You're not rushing. For example, research shows that mindful eating can indeed improve the flavor of your food and make you feel more satisfied. It's also been linked to healthier eating habits and lower rates of obesity. So pay attention to things like the texture and the way you chew or the warmth of your food or the chill of your drink, you know? Try to add a bit of appreciation or even a bit of presentation. Taking an extra moment to like drizzle your condiment instead of plumping it on the side, you know, so that you can feel a little more pampered or just present and active in the process of eating your meal. Showering or bathing can be an opportunity for you to become more mindful of your body and its connection to your mind. So when you focus on sensations like the water on your skin, whether you're taking a shower and you feel it trickling and dripping or, you know, the warmth of the water on your skin or if you have like effervescent things going on in your bath, you know, just being mindful of all of the sensations and the process and noticing beyond that the way that your thoughts seem to flow more easily. Mindfulness just adds some high definition to anything that you're doing. You can even take your mindfulness into specific directions like gratitude or reflection. You know, taking a moment to express gratitude for the opportunity to do whatever it is that you do opportunity to have a spa-like bath or to do the job that you love and reflect on that experience afterwards, like taking note of any insights or emotions or changes that you may have observed during this whole process and adding meaning to your routine. Okay, do you want some more specific examples? I'm just going to rapid fire some ways to show you what it really looks like to ritualize mundane tasks throughout your day. So morning wake up. Routine would be like hitting the snooze button multiple times. A ritual would be before getting up out of bed, take three deep breaths and stretch. Whisper or think of something positive like an affirmation or like today is the day. Coffee or tea making right after your morning wake up time. A routine would be quickly making a cup of coffee with instant mix and rushing out the door. A ritual might be grinding your own coffee beans or using loose leaf tea. And as the water heats, take a moment to inhale the aroma, pour the water slowly and watch the color change and savor the process of making your coffee or tea. For mealtimes, a routine could be eating quickly in front of the TV or shoving things in your mouth in the car from one destination to another. A ritual would be setting the table, even if you're alone, lighting a candle if you want to, taking a moment of gratitude for the food, and then savoring each bite. Shower time, a routine would be hopping in, taking a quick shower to get clean. A ritual would be using this time as a cleansing ritual for your body and for your mind, allowing this to be a spa time for yourself and bringing in salts and 
and oils and really lavishing the experience. Work start time, a routine would be jumping straight into emails or tasks like most of us do. A ritual would be to begin with a five minute meditation or a few stretches to make your body feel good and get your mind in the right place or to review your to-do list and prioritize what your steps are gonna be before diving into work, setting clear intentions for the day. Exercise, a routine could be rushing through your workout and getting it over with. A ritual would be to dedicate your workout to someone or something. For instance, this run is for my personal growth or this yoga is in gratitude for the health of my body or these stairs that I have to take are a good way for me to get in my steps so that I can live up to my health goals. Evening wind down, a routine would be watching TV until you fall asleep. A ritual might be to create a bedtime scene. It could involve reading a few pages of a calming book and then journaling, practicing a short meditation, maybe going through a special skincare routine or using a special night cream. For house cleaning, a routine would be cleaning up messes as they happen. Not a bad idea, but a ritual might be to choose a specific day and time for house cleaning, to play uplifting or calming music, whichever you prefer, and then just to review each task as an act of self-care, creating a peaceful environment for yourself. Driving and commuting, a routine could be mindlessly commuting to work, often with stress and often without even realizing the things that you're passing. A ritual might be to start with taking some deep breaths, to listen to a specific podcast, audiobook, or playlist that you reserve only for commuting times, and then using this opportunity to learn or reflect. For grocery shopping, a routine could be rushing through the store grabbing items, and a ritual would be making a list ahead of time thinking of the meals in advance and the people who are going to be a part of these meals. And then as you pick up each item in the store, you know, really relishing and smelling the item, feeling the texture and choosing carefully which items you want to go into your recipes, maybe even making a point to try one new ingredient each week. So there you go. I wish you a very present and meaningful fall. 